in any event, in any moment, in any place, none can be other than the marvelous revelation of its glorious light. This realization, those are in the first few sentences of Bodhisattva's vow. And in a way, they set off first what's so, then what seeing it for oneself results in how we function. And in functioning in this way, enabling us to see this, realize this, embody this for ourselves. So in the next several days of session, the next several talks, I want to clarify this further, not so much by looking at Bodhisattva's vow, though we will come back to it from time to time, but in bringing up some other aspects of practice which clarify this further, maybe show other facets of it. So in the first two days, I will start from that direction, and in the last two days, talks, I should say, because this weekend is Martin Luther King weekend, I will pick up or include certain, as well, certain aspects from both the Hebrew Bible and from a sermon by Martin Luther King Jr. that he gave a number of times which further developed some of this from Christian texts. Of course, I only have limited knowledge of Christian texts, so I will lean more heavily on his citations for that. And nevertheless, it's all this ongoing theme in any event, in any moment, in any place. None can be other. And this realization leads us, enables us, supports us, manifests as our behavior, actions, living in various ways, in very specific ways, manifesting, if I say, the Bodhisattva's life, which is our life. So that's my intention. Hopefully it will be clear to you 
and we will explore this in different ways. This last session in November, I started touching on a text by Dogen called Mitsugo, Intimate Words, sometimes also translated as secret words, though I think intimate is much more to the point. And actually, Dogen makes that point uh, clearly in some of what we talk about. Intimacy. Intimacy, in a way, can be described as what our practice is. Intimacy of our life with the life of the universe, which is our life. as has been said in many different ways from old we could say that the whole of our practice is understanding realizing completely becoming enveloped in seeing that all things are our self. Or, as one of our ancestors said in the Zen tradition, ancestor did not old self, nor was there anything that was not their selves. They did not hold self, nor was there anything that was not their self. Of course, there's all sorts of ways of expressing this, of expediently showing, teaching, and in a way this, if I use the word no-gap life, is exactly what the bodhisattva life is, exactly what the Buddha's teaching is. I and all beings of the great earth together, together. And yet we know very well how many different ways we refuse to be together, even together with aspects of our own life, our own so-called internal life, whether it's aspects physically, emotionally, in all the other ways that we express our life, we refuse this intimacy, this together. 
not just refuse, but almost fight aspects of life that don't fit. What they don't fit, that's all our daydreams in different ways. But we nevertheless keep repeating in the four practice principles, caught in self-centered dream. We say it right there. We say it right there that it's just that that hinders us, hinders us from living this life that we are. If I say it a different way, it's just that that encourages us to live in a fragmented world and decide that those, this, that, etc. exists separate from me and is what I don't want, it's what I don't have, it's what I need and I don't have, or I don't need and I do have, or someone else has and therefore and you fill in further. If we become all entangled in, in that, in, we are endlessly running after things and trying to create gaps of different sorts or reinforcing gaps by saying I don't have and I need and and then I'll take care of it. So, last time, last time I should say, um, last session, I started on this text, Mitsugo by Dogen, called Intimacy, Intimate Words, Secret Words. And some of you might remember that. But I'm going to pick up something a little later in that text to talk about. And what I've done in part is I've gotten three different English translations because Dogen is hard enough to to understand when you can read him but most of most people cannot even read him because his Japanese is an ancient Japanese and even Japanese speakers have to struggle with modern translations of his Japanese in order to make sense we don't have that problem, but our problem is it's completely foreign language. So I've gotten three different English translations, so from time to time I'll jump between them in order to help us clarify. Because one of the things I've discovered, and it's not just with um, Japanese translations, I 
Uh, I don't read Japanese. I can make out a few words, and, um, and I don't read Chinese, and I can make out a few words. And even languages that I do read, like, uh, let us say, I can read Hebrew, so when we get to those texts, I can um, read it and understand it. And still I see that there's different ways that it gets translated and parsed, and therefore very different meanings can come from that. And if you compare translations, you begin to sometimes see different facets of it that one translator noticed and the other didn't, and vice versa. And you can see the gaps between them where aspects of the text completely fall away because of the gaps. And in a way, the gaps is exactly what we're talking about, where aspects of our life fall away because of the gaps that we create and how we translate our life into my life, my understanding what I should have and what I shouldn't have and what should be the basis of how I do or don't do. But we don't want to say in any event, in any moment, in any place, none can be other. That we don't want. We always have the any's that we say are not mine, not me, not not even other. So, so this secret, secret teaching, let me just begin by reading just a beginning text to remind you. This is a text called Mitsugo by Dogen Zenji. Mitsugo is translated in a number of different ways. As I said, I like the emphasis when we say intimacy, but the word mitsu can mean close, intimate, secret, dense, but close, if you think of it, the word close very much means intimate. It's so close that it's as close as can be to you. Um, And that's obviously what secrets are. Close. So one, two translations translate the Mitsugo as secret talk, secret teaching. And then one translator Mitsu is secret, Go is teaching or talk. One translator um, takes uh, more liberty and translates the title as On the Heart-to-Heart Language of Intimacy, which is flowery and in a way clarifies, though it doesn't quite flow off the tongue so easily. Um, 
in a way, it sometimes means that using language to conceal something, to hide something. So there is that sense in intimacy where we are hiding from others. And yet, there is it's important to know that intimacy is also a sense of immediacy because with intimacy it's not something you have to go to some distance to get. It's most intimate. Most intimate. Close. In that sense of close. And that's also in any event, in any moment, in any place. It's close. And yet, if we live as if we're in this skin bag, this bag of skin and bones, and out there is distance from us, then all of a sudden it becomes, it makes sense to think of things, events, as distant, as not close, as not intimate, as not self, because they're far away. So, in a sense, we almost trap ourselves by using that kind of language. It's, we trap ourselves by believing there are specific conditions that are and specific conditions that are not included. There are specific conditions that the condition makes it into something that is other than intimate. In fact, once Master Fayen was asked by a disciple, what is the state of one reality? Fayen answered, if it is a state, uh, a, if I'll change that, if it's a particular state, then cannot be one reality. As soon as we start saying that there are particular things that are and particular that aren't, then it's not in any event, in any moment, in any place. See, that's where we get stuck in form or stuck in caught in self-centered dream of what is and what isn't. Which is why our practice, our practice principles and our practice is to notice when and how that's happening in our life when and how that's happening in our particular life. When we're doing that, whether it's we notice it because of the consequences, we get upset with someone, someone gets upset with us, we get angry about things, we get afraid of things, then we can see, ah, it's not in any event, it's not in any moment, I'm not 
willing to be intimate with that aspect of life. In fact, I want to deny that that aspect of life exists, or at least exists for me. I need to do something else in order to be able to be in touch with reality. So, let's get back to Dogen. So, the beginning of the text of Mitsugo is the great way which is preserved and maintained by all the Buddhas is actualized in the koan. You are like that, I am like that, and each of us preserves the virtue and shares in the enlightenment of our predecessors. Um, To give a slightly different translation, when the great truth, that which Buddhas guard and desire, is realized as the real universe, that's the actualized, the state is expressed, you are like this, I am like this, and each of us, and each must guard it well, is experienced exactly in the present. See, that's always the point, is experiencing this life exactly in the present. Experiencing this life that we are, this in any event, in any moment, in any place, not as some daydream for future times, but exactly in the present as who, what we are. So, so let's look at this clarifying of experiencing in the present, realizing in the present. So, Mitsugo, so towards the end of this text, there are there is a paragraph in which Dogen is wanting to clarify for all of us that it's only due to our confusion, delusion, or caught in self-centered dream where we miss this that we're always seeing, hearing, being, this no-gap life of that the Buddha's teaching, that the ancestors' teaching is encouraging us. Or this, if I use the fancy expression, turning of the wheel of Dharma. See? Then these very words express directly our life. 
when we're not holding on to the ordinary words. It's not that the words are ordinary, but the words are ordinarily turned into something other than the expression of our life because of the caught in self-centered dream. The words are fine. The words are exactly the whole expression of the Buddha's teaching. As long as we don't distort them. That's why we see Dogen using words in all sorts of ways. Not as a way to get anywhere else, but to express directly what our life is. Allow us to hear directly who and what we are. So Dogen says very simply, what has been described as secret, intimate, is the truth of immediacy. Immediacy. That's the truth of sitting. Immediacy. It is the absence of gap. It is the absence of any gap. It is the total containment of Buddha ancestors, total containment of you, total containment of me, total containment of action, total containment of an age, of virtue, total containment of intimacy. And See, it's nice the way he says that. Or another translation says it slightly differently. What we mean by by secret, by mitsu, is the principle of intimacy, of closeness. Again, no gap. It embraces Buddha's and ancestors, it embraces you, it embraces me. In any event, in any moment, in any place. It embraces our practice. It embraces those of our generation. Notice it doesn't say it embraces only people who practice in a certain way or who act in a certain way or are nice to us or like us or don't like us. It embraces our generation and generation before and generation after. That's in any event, in any moment. It doesn't say it embraces just those times we feel good about things. It embraces what is most intimate. It embraces action, virtue. It 
it's interesting this other translation talk spells it out in a, a slightly different way and a slightly different way I think in a way uh, encourages us it says secret is the principle behind inner secrets a relationship with no gaps notice it's still relationship with no gaps what is a because with us we tend to say if I have a relationship with someone or with something it's me and that thing and we're there's a separate separation. That's why it makes possible relationship. This is where you're going beyond that and a relationship with no gaps. Or, in a way, we can talk about how our practice has to be then with the gaps. It covers Buddhas and ancestors. It covers others. It covers oneself. It covers all our actions, all, 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 all generations, all merits, all secrets. This is why this is important. And I'll sort of tell you a secret. The title of the talk of Martin Luther King that I'm going to bring up is called loving your enemy. See, that's exactly what we're talking about. Intimacy with enemies. That's this all. Relationship, no gap. We think, oh, I just need to love those who are close to me. I need intimacy with those who are close. But this is no gaps. I need to just love the parts of me that I feel good about. But when I have those thoughts or feelings that I don't like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I should do something about that. Now, it doesn't mean that you act on whatever comes up. That isn't what we're saying. What isn't what I'm saying. But... See, this is the part where we have to pay, that encourages us to pay attention to where we're holding to self-centered thought, as we say. And it's not a matter of us using this to judge others to judge what is or isn't. As Dogen says, action in this intimate state is the beyond the recognition of self and others. Only I in the intimate state can know it. Every other individual even those in the intimate state do not understand it. Or to put it another way, even when we meet a 
secret person with a seek with an intimate teaching. We cannot see him, her with Buddha eye. Secret intimate practice is not conscious of distinctions between self and others. One alone knows one's own intimacy on one's own secrets and others cannot understand others intimacies our tendency to judge and believe our judgments of what others are or aren't of course we all know creates all sorts of difficulties Or, to use a different translation, even when the eye of a Buddha espies such a person encountering intimate talk, an intimate talk encountering such a person, we may not see it, even though he may try. The practice of intimacy is beyond anything known by self or other. Only the intimate self can know it, for it is beyond the ken of any other intimate person. Let's go one step further. Because intimacy resides all around you, see, the truth of the matter is that the whole universe lives intimacy. Everything relies on intimacy. Each thing, or even half a thing, relies on intimacy. And what does Dogen then say? You must explore this principle, doing your utmost to clarify what it is, this, clarify what it is, this, nothing hidden, this, that we are. See? Intimacy is everywhere. Nothing is hidden. That's what Dogen is encouraging us in our one, telling us, but two, telling us that this is how we practice. This is what we practice in any event, in any moment. Oh, in any place, even in this place when I've been talking much too long. So I want to stop here. I want I will continue with this text a little bit in, in tomorrow, but I want to stop here because I though I've said a number of things, it's important for us to clarify this in terms of our own life and own practice. Otherwise it just becomes me talking or Dogen talking. But we need to make this our own intimacy. And even though it is, we still need to make it our own. So I will stop here and maybe we can clarify this a bit. Clarify this. Everything relies on intimacy. I'll stop now.
If you want, you can change your position and we'll see maybe we can speak about this a little. Of course, speaking about it is still a step away. In a way, this intimacy is another way to speak, to say the absolute. Of course, the absolute is beyond what we say of it, and yet we need to actualize it. In fact, that's what Dogen says. We actualizing and manifesting this. So, I'll stop now. Yes? It doesn't depend on our actualizing it, does it? For us, it does. Unless you make it your own, it's just words that you've heard and it doesn't have any power to liberate you for you to be liberated for yourself just because it's it's so it becomes dead words you have to discern it clarify it for yourself otherwise what's the use if we continue to live as if as if it isn't so despite the fact that we've heard the words then the words are just dead dead not because you have to figure something out but dead because they don't live as your life they're not the truth of your life or you get to see over and over where despite the words that isn't it isn't so for you. And what happens, the consequence of that is all sorts of suffering and harm. Well, I find myself, you know, trying to figure it out. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> and and, I, and so that, you know, figuring it out is trying to make it some kind of an idea or conceptual knowledge of some sort. Right. And that doesn't, you know, that's not actualization or anything. But well, that's okay. You have to struggle with that habit too, trying to, the practice of intimacy is beyond anything known, says Dogen. He says that because of our tendency to want to understand it conceptually. We don't understand our own intimacy by thinking about it. See, We we'll always start with so-called our own in- intimacy and if the you only approach that second hand, then you get second hand life from that. Not first hand. Not first hand means intimate. So that's fine that you want to think about it. That's a habit that many of us have. So we get to live with that habit, nothing wrong with that, but that doesn't take care of it. That's like saying, you know, I'd love to go to that restaurant. That's a great restaurant. I stand outside and I look in the window and I see the food that they serve. Sometimes I get the, 
sniff and smell, <laughs> smell it a little when someone opens the door coming in or going out. And that's what I do. Well, okay, that's fine. If, that's, if you're satisfied, <laughs> if you're satisfied with that, fine. No problem. Be satisfied with that. But you have hunger, though. Well, it might, if that's all you get. <laughs> but you're right. It doesn't satisfy your hunger if you need food to eat. If you're able to be satisfied that that's all you have is to look at it from the outside, fine. Fully embrace that all you have, that any event, and that then it's fine. Great. Live the life of being hungry. Being hungry is intimacy too. Be intimately hungry or intimately desirous. The problem is Usually what we do is we act out. And when we act out of the courtness of desire and it, it's not okay to desire, I, and then we do things that are problematic. We break the window. That doesn't quite work because instead of getting us the food, it gets us cut up and maybe sent to the hospital and maybe sent to jail or somewhere else. So, if, if you're willing to stand outside and look, great. <laughs> but most of us wouldn't be if we were, if we were going to a restaurant, we'd want to go in. In fact, if we went in and we were told it's a long wait, we might even get upset just about that. Or if they say, well, sorry, we don't have any reservations tonight. You could have a reservation for tomorrow night. What do you mean tomorrow night? I want it now. <laughs> or it's on the menu and they say, oh, we're all out of that. <laughs> no? Intimacy is simple and yet difficult. And yet it's all, in a way, if you look at the most basic instructions for Zazen, it takes what's most intimate, our breath, which is so-called coming in from outside and from it and going from outside from inside to outside. That's just the simplest expression of intimacy. Breathing in, breathing out, and it's something that everyone you encounter that's alive does. So everyone that can hear me is an expert at it has long experience with it. Therefore, that's the, the most basic aspect of practice. Not to breathe in some special, unique way, but to be the intimacy of breathing. But 
our whole life is just intimacy in, if I say the word, in different forms. Our whole life is a life of no gap in different forms. Okay, yes? I feel like I came up uh, very intimately to a big gap (coughs) last year Uh in uh, a very threatening diagnosis and uh, at first that gap was very frightening Uh that gap and I couldn't even put my toe in it because it was too frightening and as I worked with it and became intimate with it and asked all the deep and exploring questions about so what if you lose your life and then the revelations of there's hundreds of thousands of people losing their life right now. Uh-huh. Wouldn't you lose your life? You will lose your life. You know, and, and in that intimate connection, in the relationship that got forged for me with something that was seen as very scary, uh, uh-huh. it, it became a comforting knowledge and a... Um, I don't know, some kind of uh, almost a bit of excitement at the the new wisdom that was coming in and not only in my mind but in my cells as if um, yes, this is so. It is real. It is okay. Mm-hmm. It's all going to be okay. And just to have the shift from it's not okay, it's not okay, the gap to filling the gap with um, experience and information and relationship with the gap, it disappeared. The gap disappeared, and along with it went the fear. Yeah. So the no gap, in a sense, was, if I, I'll use the word that they use, was actualized for you as opposed to the gap which you had insisted or believed or were afraid was the truth. Right. The gap represented the end of me. Yeah. But as I crossed that gap, I realized there is no end to me. I mean, there is an end to me in this body, in this material reality, but it's going to happen anyway. So why resist? Why not? become friends because what yeah. is there to fear mm-hmm. if, if your talk today just really helped me to see oh yeah that okay good thank you thank you so our practice is is learning how to be intimate with intimacy yes and to be intimate with so-called not intimacy when we say that's the way it is. Yeah, exactly. And that's, a, and that's saying the same thing, I think. Uh-huh. You know, I, when Shoujo made his initial point, that's the kind of what I got from that. Mm-hmm. He said, it, it's, I'm, re, I'm paraphrasing what he said because I can't repeat it exactly, but something to the effect like, isn't it true whether we realize it or not? Um, and yeah, of course it's true whether we realize it or not. 
but we don't manifest it unless we actually, uh-huh. unless we truly experience it, unless yeah. we make our effort to experience it for ourselves. Uh, and like Shojo said, we have a tendency as human beings to want to conceptualize it and thinking that is experiencing it by understanding or having a good idea about it. I mean, it's a, it's a much sillier kind of example than Antonia gives, but on the way here uh, to Sashin, I had a rough week. I was sick, and this Sashin planning was driving me crazy uh, for this Sashin, and I was halfway here and realized I forgot my Zafu. <laughs> and I'm very attached to my Zafu. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't live without my zafu. I can? Well, obviously, are you alive or dead? <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm talking about states of mind. So, I was just, all of this frustration that, that had been building and kind of, you know, was there, it just kind of came out on the, in the car on the way here. And I had all these wonderful things to say about myself and my abilities and my skills and my awarenesses and all of those things and and it was just wonderful and you know one of the great things about this practice is it teaches us to be what we are even if it's beating ourselves up and to be able to be intimate with this human condition of opinions and ideas and beliefs about and allow that to be what it is Uh um, when it arises yes Uh, because if we if we don't, then we're we're stuck with it. We're caught by it. We're we believe it to be something true and solid and real. Yeah. But if we can just experience, well, look at this. I just what an idiot. How can I do this? I'm going to turn around and go back. I'm going to be two hours late. And no, I can't do that. You know, I, no, I just move on and. I'm going to sit on a hard zafu and I'm going to suffer all these sessions. <laughs> no, maybe maybe Gemio brought his inflatable. I'll use that. Oh, what if he didn't? You know. And it's just it was a wonderful movie that a wonderful uh-huh. kind of um, kind of venting uh-huh. all this frustration that that you know for various reasons I was holding on to, um, and very enjoyable. And of course, yeah. you know, as as it always happens, everything works out fine. One way or the other, whether I like it or not, it works out fine. Um, so, yeah. I forgot where I was going with that. I'm sorry. It's okay. That's good to forget. It's good to allow yourself to be a forgetful person. Yeah, that's <laughs> wonderful. I, 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 I we don't so, like it. I know, but I realize how wonderful it is to be stupid. No, well, you don't have to. Eat. Being forgetful doesn't isn't the same as being stupid. But fine, I mean, you I can like be stupid, stupid too. Like stupid. <laughs> but it's old age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure it's some of that. I <laughs> I go shopping um, often. Um, so before I was coming here, I I went shopping so that there'd be some food in the house, both for when uh, my wife is home and then she's going off to Sashin but um, so that there, when I came back there'd be a little food so I, I but I, I've learned that I have to make shopping lists if I don't make shopping lists even though I know what I'm getting I don't get everything I know that I'm getting so I had two places I was going to so I made two shopping lists the first place and the second place and on the first place I wrote 
But uh, uh, at the end of one thing, I said, if they don't have this in the first place, get it in the second. But it wasn't written down on the second to get that thing. So they didn't have it at the first. So when I was there, I looked and I said, okay, they don't have it. I'll get it at the other. And then it was a long line. And I finally got out. And I went to the second place. And I looked at the second place shopping list. And I said, I'll get this. And then after I got all my things, I went back on the list and looked and made sure everything was checked because I check it when I get it. Therefore, all the things that I was supposed to get at the second place I had gotten. And Good for you. I left and uh, went home and then discovered that uh, <laughs> there were other things on the first list that said, if not there, get on the second, and they were written on the second. But that particular item wasn't. So I got home and I got, ah. But though I was almost ready to go back I decided I wasn't going to go back for because it was a long, about 20 minutes to a half hour drive, and I wasn't going to do that for one item. But it's to be, to be, oh, I forget things. And to have made the mistake, so to speak, be intimate with making mistakes of not writing certain things down. Mm -hmm. And in a way, like Antonio was saying, you know, um, I realized that, you know, that this forgetful moron uh, that didn't have a song. Oh, wait, you don't have to add moron. <laughs> I like moron, too. <laughs> See, but, but we don't have no, to indulge in that. <laughs> it's a three stooges word that I like. But um, this person, this forgetful person yes. who should have remembered his Zafu, oh. isn't, isn't, isn't so bad, really, uh-huh. you know, can, can enjoy the fact that he forgot his Zafu. It's to be intimate is to be the various states of humanness that you can be. If you can be various states of humanness, then you can also allow other people to be various states of humanness. Well, to get back to my my original point, I kind of veered off, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um learning how to be intimate with intimacy because I think that's important. Yes. It may not be a good phrasing, but um, because intimacy is a scary thing. It can be a very, very worrisome, frightening kind of openness that sets us up for pain and disappointment and experiencing things we'd rather not experience. I'll give you how Dogen says a little bit different, a little bit tangential. We must know that when we become Buddhas and ancestors, intimate teaching and intimate practice are suddenly actualized. Actualized, or a fancier way of saying it, or at least seems to me fancier. Keep in mind that at the very moment of being an ancestor Buddha, intimate or secret ways of saying it intimate ways of enacting it, vie with each other to manifest. That's, uh, I, I can't write so fancy like that. Um, but another one says, secret words or intimate words, intimate actions vie to be realized. It's all. See, it's always that it's what's so and what we 
what vies to be actualized as our life. So it's the intimacy that's always vying and supporting us to be who we are. It's this very intimacy that we are in any event, in any moment, that's vying. I like that word, vying. Vying to be actualized, to be manifested, which is what encourages and supports us in practice in our resistance to intimacy because we all have that that's why caught in self-centered habits of not being intimate of not being intimate which results in fears anger contortions and distortions of different sorts but let me uh, this was supposed to be your, your chance. So, Ed, did you turn around? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't going to give myself the satisfaction of going back. <laughs> <laughs> no, did kidding. you think he might have? <laughs> no. Uh, I, well, I, I didn't know because I'm very attached to my Zanfu as well. Yeah. And um, so no, I'm coming what, down on the train. If I, if I can... You asked a question, and I, I didn't turn around. And the reason I didn't turn around was because it got really interesting. <laughs> you know, I, I I got to experience this holding on expression of selfism. Uh, I, I I really enjoyed that observation to see to see that happen, and I, you know, being myself up. Um, and so I thought that was really a, a great experience. So I, I didn't want to cheat myself out of that. So I thought, purely. <laughs> so I thought, well, I'm going to keep going. And let's just see what happens. This will be interesting. Let's see what happens. And so how is it? Wonderful. This is the best thing I've ever said. On. <laughs> <laughs> you got two. They got. Well, Shoujo, you know, Shoujo, I'm sorry, Shoujo, but if he's always, he'll, this is a guy that will bail you out of anything. Yes. Um, and he... <laughs> He says, oh, i got something you might want to use, and it's this little uh, cushion, this thing you use on an airplane. That, yeah. <laughs> he said, try that. I thought, wow, this is, this is great. This is wonderful. And I tried it, and it's better than this. It's the right thing. It's wow. like sitting on air. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whoopee cushion that, that I plug in. But, Museki, you were going to say yeah. something. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. just going to... You were going to say on the train down. Because yeah, uh, I was thinking, oh, I have to take the train, so I can't take my Zafu. And Steve said, oh, just put it in your suitcase. Well, of course, I can't put it in my little suitcase because it's not going to fit. So carrying it, you know, and anyway, I had to walk a great deal. And it wasn't so much fun. So you did carry your Zafu down? I did. Oh, it, it wasn't here? Already? No, I carried the well, bag. We, we saw one downstairs. We saw downstairs. one that we saw a zafu downstairs, and downstairs. we thought it was your zafu. This is brown like yours. This is kind of thing. Maybe there's maybe that's another. <laughs> 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 maybe it's a lookalike. You should, you should check it out. Oh. oh. <laughs> anyway, good. So we become very attached to all sorts of things. That's a nice but sometimes problematic habit. 
And we can become attached to various states of being and even things like my zafu, my, and you fill in. And how I, and how I usually get here. Oh, and how you usually get here. Yes, it's very nice. Steve comes up and right. picks me up, would you right. believe? Right, and also what time you usually get here. And if yeah, the train is supposed to be here on time and it's not, we become attached to that. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that's one of the most interesting things about my fl- when I fly here is that yeah. often the planes don't fulfill the promises that they make about when they're going to depart <laughs> and when they're going to arrive. So we get to... <laughs> don't they make promises? They say, yeah, but that's a wonderful way of describing it. <laughs> because, because we get to notice what we add on when reality doesn't fit. Um, and that's th- this aspect of what, where our intimacy is hindered by caught and holding. See? Whether it's because someone else doesn't say or do something that fits the narrow parameters that we say we could be intimate with or other things like that. Well, sometimes I find that I I go off at the mouth before. <laughs> and, yes. And it's not intimate because there's no space. Right. When, when I was young, we used to have an expression um, going off on the mouth without the gears engaged. Oh, 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 Two times to keep your mouth shut when you're swimming you just got a number of examples, yeah. I think. Yeah, okay. So, right. So it's... You, you could do something as... It could be as simple as someone else says to you, oh, I'm going to dinner with so-and-so. A friend of yours says, I'm going to dinner with Jane. And all of a sudden, you start feeling, she left me out. She's... Jane left me out. You left me out. How come? Well, you know, you and Jane are always doing that. <laughs> and then it know, comes but out. But if I know in that moment, I'm feeling so left out. Good. That's being intimate. Yes. Oh, Experience yeah. that. Yeah, okay. But I just didn't know if I was right. getting you could, it, that. It, there's no problem with the thought reactions arising. The, the problems... It, 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 it's not a matter of not saying it 
because if you you could not say it to the others, but you could fume about it and steam about it to yourself for days and hours, and sometimes you could hold it as a grudge for weeks, and every time you see (laughs) are with them. That's right. Well, people do. Families do. Families do. You're saying be intimate with our reactive habits. Yes. And being intimate being a, is being able to see them arise and pass as opposed to holding or on to them believing. or believing them. Mm-hmm. Because then they're not reactive habits, then they're truths of the yeah, universe. They're me. They're me. Yeah, they're truths of the universe. Right. How the universe is. Because it's not only me, it's others as well. Oh yeah, I know that person. They're a... And you could fill in an evil yeah, well, goddamn... Jane, Jane must not like me, so therefore I'm not going to like her. Yeah. So, okay, I think that's what I was trying to wrap my head around. So the being intimate with this stuff simply means being able to be aware of it, experience it, and then let it pass away. Yes, you could say it doesn't only mean that, but that's one aspect. Yes, yes. Intimacy is, is what we're doing in Zazen. Intimacy could be another definition of Zazen. When we're sitting... It's intimacy. It's the intimacy of the present moment, so-called this body-mind, and so-called all the other beings that are in this universe sitting with us, whether they're sitting in the zendo or outside driving the cars or blocks away doing... But if your mind is wandering. Ah, good. What happens when your mind wanders? It's not just the wandering that's the issue, because then you're thinking, my mind is here, and it's when it goes. It's what we build on the arising, passing, wandering. What we do with that. So it's the wandering sometimes, using that word, distracts us from, it's not that thoughts arise and pass, but it's that we entangle in them when they're arising and passing. Um, you know? So, that Can occurs. i clarify just a little more. Um, so, in uh, when you find you're in resistance or denial and you're pushing something away um, and you're believing what you're telling yourself, um, that's different from being aware that you're in resistance, yes. does that get you closer to the intimate contact with the item that well, you're resisting? Yes, A- and the, the intimacy of resistance. Experience uh-huh. bodily the resisting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But there's a, a difference between resisting, fe- experiencing the resisting, keeping on telling yourself, I'm right to resist. This is, yeah. you know... Yeah. And, and it's simplistic the way I just described it, but it's much more subtle and yet much more, let's say, uh, pernicious if we don't see it. Mm-hmm. Pernicious in the sense it creates trouble for ourselves and troubles for others. And you don't have to take my word from for it, but look in your own life at the perniciousness of it somewhere in your life. I'm sure... Most of us have had experience where the perniciousness of believing and hammering away at what we believe and 
insisting and refusing, etc., to be intimate with it as an aspect of this moment life creates difficulties, creates gaps. And gaps sort of reinforce themselves because they they, they are a little gap here, but it sort of keeps opening gaps in all aspects of our life. In all aspects of our life, gaps within ourselves, so to speak, which is always what it is, which is gaps with others and gaps with... Filling in the gaps. <laughs> well, discovering that there are no the gaps, yeah. that there haven't been gaps. So... We, yes. Um, in Bodhisattva's vow, so it says, you know, that it would be a fool, be warm and compassionate toward him, or if she should turn against us, yes. become a sworn enemy. Can you wait two days till yes. I get to that? <laughs> Just include the two ga- days as no gap, because otherwise <laughs> I won't have anything. No, it's it's. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. But that's that's what we're talking about. Yes. I th- I'm thinking a lot about the awakened life. Yes. And and I think just the word awake kind of solves it all. Yes. I mean, if I'm awake, I'm intimate with uh-huh. me and what's going on. Uh huh. But. Not easy for you to go well, that, but that's what we're striving. Oh, awake, that's what we are. See, that's what we are. Then, actual, it's it's actualized. What's always so? See, awake in life isn't something that we have to create. It's the intimacy that is who we are, and yet we need to, if I say it this way actualize it in our own life for ourselves. what's always so. It doesn't create this, but... Uh, reveals it, or... Well, I don't... I, well, sure, you want to use that word, say reveals it. it. <laughs> Realizes it. We could always use all yes. these different words. That's fine. Yes? Awake is just another word for Buddha. Um, manifests it. We could use all these different kinds of ways of describing it. But yeah. But see, because it's so, there's really no gap between us and this. It's not something, because it's so, it's not something you have to create. See, I don't have to create my fingers in order to, to actualize my fingers because as far as you know there they are waving wiggling and yet so it's so it would be sort of funny to say well you've got to actualize your <laughs> but sometimes I forget that I have my fingers <laughs> well that's a bit sometimes Fingers that, that are, are numb or that we don't feel or we can't move that, those are the fingers we actualize as, as numb fingers. That's okay. 
we, when we're numb, be numb. <laughs> when we're dumb, be dumb. <laughs> I will. So. Anything else? Good. So as I said, we'll continue this in the next few days. Hopefully, assuming we all join together here again. Yes, thank you. self-centered dream, only suffering, holding to self-centered thoughts, exactly the dream, each moment, life as it is, the only teacher, being just this moment, compassion's way.